0: I'm guessing that you've probably heard of the cloud, but do you actually know what it is? I'm Mark Rodell from M3 Networks. We are an IT support and cybersecurity specialist because we know that running a business is hard enough as it is, right, without IT causing more headaches and frustration, which is why we aim to make IT an enjoyable experience for our customers. If you'd like to find out more about what we do, check us out at m3networks.co.uk. In this episode, I'm gonna be giving you your essential cloud migration strategy checklist. It's likely that you already use the cloud in your personal life, perhaps to store digital photos and documents, or even for backing up your phone. When you access something in the cloud, it means you're accessing information or using an application that's on someone else's servers. Typically, these are in huge buildings placed around the world. It means you can access anything from anywhere on any device. It's fast, easy and secure. But when it comes to using the cloud for your business, what exactly does this mean? Cloud computing is all about moving all of your computing services like your databases, your systems and applications to be stored in the cloud rather than in-house on your own servers. It can be a fantastic business decision. It's a great way to reduce your costs, make your IT infrastructure more reliable Scale your IT as your business grows and protect your data and keep it secure. But moving to the cloud can be complex. And the biggest issue is the process of migration, of physically moving all of your data from your in-house servers to a remote storage facility without breaking something or losing data along the way. It's not a decision you should take lightly and it's most certainly not a move you should make without expert help. With good planning and the right strategy in place, Migrating to the cloud could be one of the best business decisions that you make. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to look at exactly how you start planning and strategizing for your business to move its IT infrastructure to the cloud. And because we truly enjoy helping with this kind of thing, we're also going to include a handy checklist to keep you on track throughout your planning process. So let's get started. So what is a cloud migration strategy? It's the plan your business should make to enable you to move your data and some applications from your on-site infrastructure to the cloud. It will help you to prioritize and migrate the right data in the right order for the smoothest transfer and least disruption. And the first and most important question to ask, is this the right thing to do at the right time? Before you begin strategizing, you'll need to decide if it's the right time for your business to migrate to the cloud. A trusted IT support partner will be able to help you make that decision based on a number of factors unique to your business. And here's a quick look at some of the main benefits and challenges. These are the benefits. Decreased hosting costs. You'll no longer need to keep your in-house servers running and maintained and there's also no capital expenditure to take into account as cloud services are usually based on subscription, which means there's no hardware to buy. There's also better scalability because cloud services give you the freedom to automatically scale your capacity as and when you need to. This means if your business grows rapidly, you won't need to change your entire infrastructure to meet your new needs. There's nothing worse than spending money on buying a new server only to find out six or 12 months later as your business has grown that the server is no longer fit for purpose and is starting to creak a little bit under the extra load. And it also means that maintenance and updates can be carried out remotely, making it much faster to rectify problems, which of course means that there's less downtime. And it's increased security because a huge priority for cloud service providers is keeping your data safe. And it's as crucial to their reputation as it is to yours. They offer greater security than you get from in-house servers and they have additional measures in place to offer maximum security. Environmentally conscious companies will also love moving to the cloud because while you still have a carbon footprint, it will be reduced. And that's because you're only using the energy and resources you need at the point you need it, unlike running your own servers 24-7. And of course, there's improved disaster recovery. And this is vital for any business. While you should already have a solid disaster recovery plan in place, When you move to the cloud, the backup and recovery solutions you benefit from are more cost effective and less time consuming. But of course, there are challenges and one of them being downtime and that the migration may take your servers down for a time, as well as the obvious implication that this has the potential to affect your application's performance if they're not correctly backed up. And the other challenge can be data loss. Your data is most vulnerable during the migration process. Extreme care and adequate measures must be taken to avoid data loss or a breach. And then communication. Now some of your older applications you know, may struggle to communicate with newer cloud services and this means you may have to adapt some of your processes to fit in with the new cloud provider. Now that you've decided that migrating to the cloud is the best option for your business, you're going to need to start some planning. Now before you can do this, it's really important that you understand your reasons for moving to the cloud and the benefits you expect to get from it will also help if you have a basic understanding of your current infrastructure. This will allow you to plan for your cloud server requirements and prevents you from over or underspending. Mm -hmm. Decide who is going to head up the entire migration process and this person should have a good understanding of it so that they can take the lead on everything from planning right through to completion. And don't put off bringing in an expert to help at this stage. If you already have a trusted IT support partner they should be able to manage the entire process but if you don't it should be a serious consideration at this stage there's a lot that can go wrong during the migration process and it's a great idea to have an expert team on hand to keep your data safe and your systems intact if you'd like to have an initial chat with me about how we can help with this then you can book a 15-minute no obligation call with me if you head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meetmark and you can pick a time that suits you in my diary. Next, you'll need to decide in what level of cloud migration your business will need. Now, this might seem complicated, but remember, if you've created a thorough plan, you'll already understand your cloud server requirements. Now is the time to make the right choices to suit your business. Basically, there's two options. One is a shallow integration and this option means you'll move your entire on-site application to the cloud, making limited changes to the servers. You essentially lift your applications and systems as is and move them to the cloud as one. You may hear this being referred to as a lift and shift. And option two is a deep cloud integration. And with this option, you modify your applications during the process of migration to take full advantage of the key cloud capabilities on offer. This may be relatively simple, or may involve a more sophisticated modification. Then you need to decide if a single or multi-cloud solution is best. Choosing a single cloud provider makes for a simpler migration. There's only one set of APIs, which is an application programming interface to learn, and it's clear what's on offer across the board. However, the downside is that you're locked in with just one provider. That means for any future migration, you're essentially starting the entire process again could mean also that it's harder for you to negotiate terms like pricing or service level agreements you know SLAs a multi cloud solution means you use two or more cloud providers and this effectively means you can take advantage of several different benefits at the same time but while a multi cloud solution does give you more flexibility and leverage when it comes to negotiating your terms it does also mean that the efficiency of your application is linked to the performance of both of your providers the other alternative is to be cloud agnostic. And this is where your application is built to run on any cloud provider or even several providers at the same time. It gives you the ultimate flexibility in negotiations, but using some key capabilities becomes more difficult. And don't let these decisions hold you back. I mean, your IT partner will recommend the best course of action based on your business's goals and complexity. Now, while you probably won't be handling the physical migration yourself, you do need to plan how it will happen. Will you switch your entire system to your new cloud version all at the same time or will you do it a little bit at a time? And there are pros and cons to each method. But realistically, moving it piece by piece allows you the opportunity to test that things are working as they should be without risking downtime in the process. But it also means that there will be a period where you'll be working between two systems. And moving everything in one go gives you a solid goal for migration but it leaves you open to risk if something should break or go wrong along the way. There is no right or wrong to this one. It will simply be a case of you deciding which is the biggest risk to your company and how quickly you want to make the move to your new cloud system. But whichever method you decide on, it should be part of your plan to have a target completion date for the migration to be finalised. I remember that nothing can be declared a success without proof it works as anticipated. Create a set of key performance indicators or KPIs that will help you to see exactly how well your new cloud-based system is performing. If you already use KPIs to measure your system and applications, they may just need some updating. Your KPIs should not only measure success, but can also be a fantastic indicator or pre-warning that there's a problem on the horizon. Consider elements such as your staff's experience of technology, performance, infrastructure, and business engagement and don't forget to include a set of baseline metrics for each measurement. This is where you measure pre-migration performance so you can determine if the post-migration performance is meeting your expectations. Remember, as with the adoption of any new system, there will be a period of adjustment. It may take some time for some of your people to get used to new systems, and there may also be an element of troubleshooting before things are running as smoothly as you'd like. And that means initially your KPIs might not look good, but after a settling in period, you should expect to see a vast improvement. Hopefully you found this episode really useful. If you've got on-premise servers and applications and you've been considering moving that stuff out to the cloud and you're not quite sure how to get started, of course, you can book an initial 15-minute call with myself to have a chat about this. You can just head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet mark. you will be able to pick a time in my diary that suits you course it's completely no obligation and we can take things from there all of the information in this episode is available in our cloud migration checklist which is a free download on our website links to download that as a pdf will be in the show notes that's it for me as always wishing you a great texas texas is an m3 networks podcast Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.